Tis the season to be mad at your local newspaper reporter. What's this all about, Michael? We've got some folks in town that have some serious explaining to do, and they all work at the newspaper. What happens when your local paper makes fun of Girl Scouts? Very bad things. All right. Want to do this? Yeah, we might as well. We're hanging. When I think about the perfect day, I think about reading a book from Park Street Books and getting a sub or a pizza from Royal Pizza, washing that down with a beverage from Larkin's Liquors, while I look at my lawn that was beautifully manicured and mowed by Mario's Lawn Care, right before I'm about to get my flex on and chase after that orange belt. Yep. That is a pretty perfect day. Mm, at Perez Martial Arts, that's where I'm going to wrap it up for my perfect day. By the way, those are our sponsors, and we slipped them all. Yeah, we subliminally slipped them into that story. Wow, what a day. Small Town Scuttlebots. All right, this is episode 71. It's Thursday, December 16, 2021. I'm Rick. Over across the table is Mike. We're in the basement, the northeast corner of my basement in the small town Scuttlebutt studio somewhere in Medfield, Massachusetts. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. Mike, why are you looking over your shoulder? Well, I just just realized that I never found... um, I never found Doc Brown. Uh... (laughs) The, uh, Way to start the show with, like, a personal joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I brought in some toys a couple months back. Rick hated them. I thought he was going to be pumped. One is of Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Rick likes to hide um, the extra head for Doc Brown around the studio. And I uh, usually I notice it right when I get here, and I'm just noticing now that we're starting the show, I haven't, I haven't spotted him yet. So now oh. I'm, I'm, like, scanning the room, seeing if I can find him. Well, it's good to see that you're focused. Uh, good luck totally finding focused. it. We've got so much to talk about this week, Mike. He's still looking. I'm telling you, it's right <laughs> here, dude. It's right there. Look. Oh, man, I never <laughs> would have found that. That's a good spot. Yeah, it's over my shoulder on the uh, curtain rod. All right. What a way to start the show. Yeah, you're killing it, dude. I'm sorry. All right, let's That's focus on last week's show was really good. We had Dr. Lauren Beetle Spocker talking about all of the issues around Amazon and how they're growing and undermining people and they're just rotten. I don't know if last week's show was all that great. I read a review. Somebody <laughs> hated the show last week so much that they wouldn't even listen to the interview because yeah. they couldn't stand the BS. And they Did- actually requested the interview portion minus RBS, which I thought was great. I thought there was a lot of insight in um Tomfoolery and Ballyhoo worth listening to. You can't please everybody. No. Two guys BSing for the show. He couldn't get through it. He also couldn't find the fast forward button, apparently. Right. It seems pretty easy if you only want the interview portion. You just skip ahead in the podcast. This guy couldn't figure that out. I really learned a lot. It actually had me kind of reflecting. I did an Amazon audit. After I listened to the show to like take notes, what, what I liked and didn't like, as I typically do, I was thinking, I think Amazon is infiltrating my life way too much. Mm. So I started looking around. I turned the television on. We have Netflix. We have Apple TV. We've got friggin' cable, mm-hmm. right? And we have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I said, Leslie, why do we have Amazon Prime? We don't need this. And she said, well, we have a bunch of movies that we purchased, blah, 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 selection, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, well, you obviously didn't listen to the episode like all the others. And if you did, you would know that Amazon's terrible and we should not be supporting them. And I am on a quest to cut that slow drip of money coming from our household into Jeff Bezos's account. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's like, well, I don't want to get rid of of it really because we bought some movies i'm like okay well why do we buy movies you just rent them i don't know how many times you need to see a movie well if you bought it through prime you already bought it yeah i know but amazon already has the money yeah they do and you know what take it like the movie all that like you forfeit the movies right you don't get to like you own the movie as long as you have their platform to play it on yeah it's right? nonsense if i buy rain man on amazon prime it's not like they send me an mp3 file to right, my computer right. that i can put into some you know external hard drive and have forever it's like yeah you can have access to this on our platform forever as long as you keep paying your subscription there's a caveat what i said is fine they can have the freaking movies we don't need them how many times do you need to watch angry birds angry birds right zero, zero. <laughs> good job <laughs> so she told me this morning she's like you know i was thinking about it and um i think you're right we should do that so i canceled it and uh, I'm very happy about that. I said, okay, well, my audit also includes these black Amazon Prime credit cards. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of those, too. We cut them up. They're gone. Yeah. I'm psyched. Uh, we canceled our Amazon Prime shopping account, right? Like, no more Amazon. Now, I'm picturing that as you're doing all of this, you're doing it with, like, this gleeful, like, take this, Bezos. <laughs> yes, giggity. Yeah. So, anyway, I got rid of, I got rid of Amazon. Completely. Well, yeah, quit, quit, quit giving money to Mr. Potter. Yeah. Our show's doing pretty good. We've got, I've noticed on social media, we got a guy named Tommy. I think he's a firefighter from Brockton. He's Excellent. Been, he's been liking our stuff, so I just wanted to give it a shout out to you, Tommy. How's it going, Tommy? Glad you found us. Tommy, can I ask, is it because of my Dollar Tree, the Brockton Dollar Tree post? Is that how you found us? Because I believe I hashtagged Brockton, Mass. You know, Mike, it's either that or it's me paying Facebook, shame on me, $15 to boost the post in a, uh, I think, a 20-mile radius, which got into the Brockton, Boston area, or just, or maybe it's both. No, I think it was my post on Instagram that is a piece of paper taped to the Dollar Tree, the Brockton Dollar Tree door that a friend of mine sent to me, and it reads... Due to the disrespect and ignorance, school kids are not allowed in the store. And that is so Brockton. and I love it. Yeah. Our sphere of influence is just about worldwide right now, Mike. I was looking at our analytics here. Do you know that we have 14 listeners in Russia? I did not know that. Yes. So, Privet, comrades, I don't know what they're doing listening to this. I have a theory. They're KGB agents. And don't tell me the KGB doesn't exist. Okay. Got these the spy network, and they're trying to get our non-regional dialect down to a T, so they can come here and steal our secrets. Okay, what do you think? Secret, secret. Actually, that was a nice. You know what? You guys are probably cool. You guys probably are good at hockey. You know. Wow. What other stereotypes do you have, Rick? They're probably good at classical music. Yeah. Writing. What else? Mm. I think that's what Russia is known for. You know, good things. Good hockey players. Good writers. Well, before you guys. Killed the czars, you know, and brought in the Bolsheviks. You guys were pretty cool. Now you're, I think these 14 Russians, they want to get here to the United States. They're like, oh my God, this sounds like mm. a utopia. Yeah. Well, stay tuned, Russia, because we got a story about a Christmas parade that didn't go so well. Yeah, in this the town. grass is never greener. Mm-hmm. I actually would like to go to Moscow sometime. It looks beautiful mm. in the pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversely, we only have six listeners in Canada, our neighbors to the north, those pieces of shit. 
<laughs> oh, Germany, my motherland, five. UK, five. Brazil, four. And then Netherlands, France, pretty much all of Europe. A couple South American countries. India. Wow. Cool. Okay, so we don't need to go through every single country that we play it, in. It actually, it's surprising because there's so many languages that are represented that are clearly understanding English. And I know conversational Spanish. Mm-hmm. Maybe Un poquito. I guess we're privileged to have like the language that the international language, business language, right? That's yes. what I say. Yep. Okay. Well, I just want to let the scuttlebuds know that we're growing worldwide. It looks good. It looks good. I'm happy. And speaking of worldwide, let's hear it for Mister Worldwide Pitbull, who is still hanging in there with it. He's still making music. Let's role play this. Hey, Pitbull, Dolly, how come you laugh at the end of all of your lyrics? When you're naming like a bunch of cities you've been to, <laughs> Dolly. I've been to New York, Philly, and LA. <laughs> it's like I didn't catch the punchline there. I'm sorry. Are you knocking Pitbull? Absolutely. He's my age, and he's acting like he's 22. He's awesome. No, no, he's Pitbull. A tool. I agree. He's a total tool. However, when Pitbull songs come on, I will be working my way to the dance floor. Are you a dancer? Oh yeah. Mm, I am hardcore not a dancer. I believe it. Yeah. It just feels so weird. Well, why don't we get into it, Mike? Here in Medfield, Massachusetts, our hometown, and if you're not from around here, it doesn't matter. We just make stories relevant for everybody. We don't get into the minutiae or the names or whatever. We just talk about the themes and and the silliness that goes on here. We had a holiday parade. You want to open this one up? Yeah, so the holiday parade happens the the day after the tree lighting in town and the holiday stroll. It's a big to-do. I will say the, the holiday parade went off without a hitch. Everything was great like it always is. But then Thursday rolled around. Now, if you're not from Medfield, I'll tell you what happens on Thursday in the, t- <laughs> in the quaint New England Norman Rockwell town of Medfield, Massachusetts. It's all a facade, but go on. On Thursdays, you will receive a free publication that is normally nothing but fluff pieces. This—that's that's your opinion. That's no, your they're opinion. fluff pieces. They're, All of them. They're so. It's fluff pieces to the extent that if I wanted to write a, an article about my ornaments and like how, oh look look what you can have made right sure. right here locally. Yeah, I could write my own article. And send it to them and get it published. It's mm. one of those publications. Yeah, I think the the idea is to um, keep the community spirit alive. Yeah, and, right. And, and bring people together and, and uh, informed, right, about all the good things in town. It's apolitical. Just read a couple of headlines from it. I mean, just like what 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 are some topics? If you, I, I'm looking at the back okay. page. There's pet of the week. Yeah. So the <laughs> Herbie, <laughs> Jasper. So. <laughs> Herbie, I so, want to be a dentist. You'll have headlines about who the new Eagle Scouts are. There's two new Eagle Scouts in town. Friends forever, knights forever, champs forever. I don't even know what that means. That headline does not make me want to read that it's, article. It's probably another community organization in this yeah. town. I think we have like 40 of them. But never mind that. Uh, the article that we're here to talk about was sent to us by multiple listeners immediately. Yeah. Like... It was 1 o'clock on Thursday. We had already had three or four people send us this article saying, you're not going to believe 
what is in the paper. Right. And so here at Small Town Scuttlebutt, where we react to the overreactions of small town problems, we sent Slick Johnson out on the streets to get the scoop. Slick, what can you tell us? Well, thanks, Rick. The scene was all too familiar. A small town gathering along Main Street to see a holiday parade. Everybody appeared delighted except for one man, a local free newspaper reporter with discriminating taste for authentic children's holiday fashion. His story appeared on the cover above the fold, a space usually reserved for accomplished journalists. In his story, he criticizes little girls for not being dressed appropriately. Now, Rick and Mike, this is from the article itself. He states, a ton of the Girl Scouts walking in the parade were dressed as cats. And then he goes after another troop that, quote, chose the least holiday and winter-themed costume, arriving in stunning full T-Rex garb. I spoke to one local resident who had an interesting take on how this might have happened. I, I, I think somebody was drinking on the job. Right? I think it's like that old, uh, you know, the gumshoe reporter who had some... Uh, some hooch in his in his bottom desk drawer and just decided to uh, to take the day off and hope for the best. Now, guys, my sources tell me the free weekly newspaper is preparing a statement in reaction to the backlash. Meanwhile, the resident I spoke with on the matter has some advice. Take pictures of cute kids and say they were cute. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, look how great Santa was, and put that in paragraph form, and 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 then go to print and shut your pie hole. Nobody cares what you think. For the Scuttlebutt Action News Network, I'm Slick Johnson. Back to you guys in the studio. All right, Slick, thanks a lot. You know, Mike, there was a lot of social media reaction to this, as you can imagine, in a small town such as ours where everybody is just standing around, apparently, by their Facebook accounts waiting to bitch about something. I think there's certainly validity to being irritated with this, but uh, I think it's gone a little bit overboard. Let's let's read a couple of these comments. First off, I think I want to congratulate this guy for writing what is probably the first ever opinion piece to be printed <laughs> above the fold in any newspaper publication. Mm -hmm. And while a lot of people are getting carried away on Facebook, I will say... The guy has one job, mm -hmm. and that job, his his only job is to write for a free publication. Mm -hmm. They're all fluff pieces. This especially, you're writing about Girl Scouts, okay? <laughs> Now's not the time to be like, I got a hot take. Wait till the wait till the folks in Medfield read this. So my favorite sentence here he is. He's he is livid. He's like, I T Rexes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, I know there's some sarcasm in that. What did he say? Read that part. Where is that? <laughs> Don't worry, Mike. I'll I'll do it. <laughs> it says Hold on. Continued on page three. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Stay with us, Scuttlebuds. We're looking this up. <laughs> Undoubtedly, troop two uh six two nine nine two, which arrived in stunning full T Rex garb. Now I love sarcasm, but Maybe not directed at, you know, kids. Yeah, though the cats of Troop 7232 and 70647 were both giving them a run for their money. Dude, <laughs> th so there's a whole bunch of pictures of Girl Scout troops. Like, yeah. dude, come on, man. Now's not the time. Anyway, my favorite sentence in here. Mm -hmm. This is how angry this guy was. Yep. Listen to his word choice. When pressed on why some girls were dressed in outfits that made sense, like reindeers... 
but so many others were in costumes unrelated to the holidays amidst the chaos just before the parade began, she explained, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. When pressed on why some girls were dressed in outfits that made sense, this guy is the worst of all of us. When pressed, he's describing how he approached it. Like, I did my due diligence. Oh, boy, did I... Yeah. Boy, did I rake her over the coals. Holy shit. He's not a good reporter. I mean, that's clear. It's uh, it's sort of like this This article is just supposed to create column inches to create space for advertising yes. so the paper can support Continue the bigger to exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got great photos in here. I, I'm trying to find the silver lining here. I did see the picture of the T-Rexes, which it's adorable. It's really cute. And it says, the caption says, while they didn't fit into a holiday theme, the T-Rexes of Troop 62992 were very cool. Hmm. Okay, so I still think you're a nitwit, but uh, at least you acknowledge the coolness of it. The problem with this town, I, I think that the biggest public health problem in this town of Medfield is our addiction to social media. Oh, like, course. if you want to see where your neighbors are, you know, in their head, like mm-hmm. how how you doing? Like, you don't like, have to look far. You don't have to look far. It's 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 right there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just put it out there. I say it all the time. If if you're a stressed out individual, if you anger easily, you know, if you're just having trouble with the trauma in life about you know COVID mandates, masks, no school, school hybrid, whatever we've dealt with, right? A Trump administration, if that's your thing. Get a speed bag in your garage and just pound on that for 20 minutes. Get a get a treadmill and just go for a run. Get a podcast and unleash, mm. right? No, no. And you also, along those lines, you can still buy a Peloton if that's your thing. I saw their stock plummeted because of a Sex in the City episode. Dumbest thing I've ever heard of. People, uh, it's uh, when a fictional character dies because of a product, you don't actually have to worry about that product in real life. <laughs> okay, that's for but another. Sorry, day. that's another story. Yeah, Continue, Rick. Not not a worthless tangent. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. my interest is peaked. I'll look into that. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to preface this. I'm going to read a couple of these. Clearly, we're not going to mention names or anything, and uh, I feel like that keeps people in check because, like I said, we've got people all over the world that listen to Small Town Scuttlebutt, right? So here's a couple of them uh, that I thought I'd read. Mike, do you have some of yours so we can go back and forth, or am I just going to do everything? No, I didn't. I don't. I don't have any. You don't have any? No. <laughs> okay, how about I read some and okay, then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you can just pontificate. Yeah. Okay. I wait. Uh do you know what pontificate means? I no, I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. The first one the first one I have here that was sent to me uh is pretty benign. And I like it. It says, I thought all the girls looked fantastic. It got one like. People aren't into like positive stuff. That was just keep it not. positive. Yeah. Why is a local newspaper disparaging young girls? Be better. What examples are we setting for our kids? That's not bad. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. Can I say my complaint would be as a parent, mm-hmm. everybody knows that when you get these free newspapers, it basically, if you're reading it, you're only looking for people you know. Here's, a, here's another person who writes, this article is atrocious. That's fair. I can't believe it was published. An explanation and a lot of apologies are in order. Again, I agree with it. I'm kind of setting it up that it gets it gets worse though, right? Okay. So far, these are the sensible people, and that's how it might start out. But then, 
the trolls come out, the miserable people come out, the, the people that feel personally attacked, right? Oh, here's one. Okay, we got to take a stand here. You ready? He should be fired. He printed an article making fun of kids. I can't believe the editor let it through. Uh, getting fired is pretty pretty harsh, you know? Happy holidays. You're fired because you, you support judgment in a paper that doesn't really have a lot of journalistic integrity to begin with, right? Like, this is not the Boston Globe. Here's another one. If you reach out to the paper, please demand that they rewrite this article and publish it again next week. All those involved with the parade deserve to be able to cut this out. Post it on their fridge, put in a scrapbook, etc. They need to acknowledge they failed and redo it properly. Yeah, I, hard hard pass on that. I don't it, the, the article sucked to begin with. I don't need to read it again in an edited version. What kind of narcissist needs this article to put on their fridge and put in their scrapbook? Look, it is what it is. Give hmm. it some time, let it simmer, and then Look back and laugh at it. Thoughts? I kind of agree with the idea behind it. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think they need to republish it again. Yeah, I don't need to see I that. I think if you want to acknowledge that the newspaper blew it, mm -hmm. go ahead. Reach out to the newspaper. You guys blew it. You have one job. It's to print fluff pieces for everybody to be proud of, and this is not one. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they need to rewrite a better article. They just need to maybe acknowledge, whoopsie, we messed up. Okay, next one. Hmm, here we go. A clear indication of a town that doesn't support all choices, even though they loudly say otherwise. Conform or be ridiculed, all stated in black and white. Hmm. Yeah, we'll let the scuttlebuds judge for themselves. It seems like there's a lot of preaching to the choir happening in these comments. Yeah. We can all agree this article wasn't handled properly. Mm -hmm. No sense to pile it's, on, though. Right, it's it's over the top. Let him be the idiot, yep. right? Let, let him be the one taking heat. We're all in agreement. Let's move on. Do you have more? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, this one's <laughs> this this one is this one's over the top. This is what we don't need in this town, okay? Just that that excited overreaction. I'm deeply uncomfortable with the fact that a grown man critiqued and scrutinized the appearance of young girls. My daughter is a Girl Scout who marched in the parade, and I am horrified that this man was anywhere near her. Now, that's just plain not fair. This guy is not a predator. It says uh, the, the, the reporter and the paper need to take a serious look at this misogynist. Misogynist. The reporter and the paper need to take a serious look at this misog... Fucking A. How do you say that word? Misogynistic. Yes. The reporter... <laughs> <laughs> the reporter and the paper need to take a serious look at this misogynistic article attacking the appearance of young girls. How dare you think you have the right to comment on a girl's choice of dress? Disgusting. I don't, I don't think it went that far. He's... He's... Look, the guy... The guy tried to be funny or kitschy. It, it actually seems like he it was right. And, and it didn't work. It fell his, flat. His crime here is that he thought he was being really clever and really funny, and it wasn't. And, yep. okay, let's all move on. He messed up. Yep. And but but everyone's personally offended. Like right, this right, was right. this was an offense to every household right. of every girl that's a Girl Scout. It's it's a tone deaf in this person's mind. And I just think that we don't need that rhetoric. We don't need that heightened right. Uh, sensitivity. Just, and just he's, relax. He's tone deaf, thinking that this was the article to like go uh, for something funny. On. Oh my God! There's a response to that one. One word with a period. Ready? Yep. This. 
I fucking hate that response. Like you've got nothing. Yeah, I don't like this as a as a response. Yeah. This all caps no, with a period? No, they're not that f- infuriated. It's just a capital T. Oh, this period. usually it's all caps with a period. Mm-hmm. And if they're really pissed off, it's all caps well said. Period. Because, you know, they're like a journalistic watchdog and a beacon of truth and yeah. and uh, journalistic integrity. Some Someone that's peering down uh, over their glasses yeah. with a with a with a Sherlock Holmes bubble pipe sticking out of their mouth. At the fucking Starbucks in front of their Mac. Yeah. I just got off the phone with the paper. They said to expect an apology, but we're quite rude on the phone. Keep calling. The more complaints, the better. The number is blah 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 and the email is blah 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 Okay, so cram their phones. So, so some poor person that's picking up the phone had nothing to do with this is having a, a crappy day. Like after the fifth or sixth or 50th phone call, justice has been done. Right. I'm not going to keep going because these people already got their stupid platform. I mean, we're we're poking holes at, at their arguments. But this one, again, a person, like, just simmered down. Like, the holidays are getting to you, lady. My husband just had a great point. This publication is reliant upon advertising. He plans to reach out to all those businesses and individuals who have advertisements on these pages and ask them how they feel about it. The publication, does that matter? They already gave them their money. The publication should be held accountable. If someone called me and said, hey, you're in the newspaper yeah. uh, advertising, how do you feel about it? I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> I would be like, oh, good, you noticed my ad. <laughs> Did you Perfect. see my ad? Cool. Yeah. I, how many units would you like to buy? Yeah. You know? Can I get you assigned to a, a one-year contract for my service? For crying out loud. So there's some guy who's, What? Like this is what you're you're striving to do? Like cancel the the local newspaper? They've been around for what? Like 20 something years. It's a community flyer with color and fluff pieces in it. And one rogue reporter who's like, a, we've looked him up. He's like a 23-year-old millennial who's acting like he's writing for, it's 1974 and it's Rolling Stone magazine, you know? Yeah. And I had to say 1974 because I think that's the last time Rolling Stone magazine was relevant, but. You catch my drift, right? I don't know what to do about this. Well, I I will just say this. <laughs> I am very relieved that none of our sponsors are advertisers in this filth. That's right. And we can proudly proclaim that in this particular issue of this filthy publication, <laughs> none of our sponsors contributed money to this you know, this would be a good time to name those sponsors. Mario's Lawn Care. Royal Pizza. Park Street Books. Larkin's Liquors. And Perez Martial Arts. That's all of them, right? That is. That's all five. <laughs> I was I, like, do we have one more? Now, I'm holding off on the new batch of advertising for the new year. I thought, let's just let people have their holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometime in January, I'll circle back and, and redo contracts. But yeah, our advertisers are hanging out with us. And what's our crime? Making fun of the people, calling for people's heads to roll. But also, this is the exact publication that my dog used to uh, defecate on as a puppy. (laughs) This was my chosen paper where I would be like, I'm going to lay this across the kitchen floor until he understands to go outside. Do you know what I use it for? Fire pits. Yeah. Just throw it right there. By the way, when you do a fire, you know the three traditional structures to create a fire, right? Lean to, TP, and log cabin. Which one's your favorite? I will typically, for a fire pit, I would typically go, like, more log cabin. Oh, absolutely. You go log cabin all the way. You get two big logs, right? Yeah. Split logs. Throw in some newspaper, maybe, like, a 
a nice pitch concentrated stick or mm-hmm. something. Throw that in there. Not necessary, but it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. I've got a bunch I just of like to burn stuff. At home. Yeah. yeah. And then you just kind of, you know, Lincoln log that shit. Yep. And then you, you got your log cabin. And the, the benefit of that is, you know, what, what fuels the fire? Air. Right. So right. the air is just getting sucked in. By the way, do you know what fire is? Like what kind of element? Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily an element. It's a uh, what is it? What is that material? If you read Cosmos by Carl Sagan, you'd know. It is, I will say it is carbon. Nope. I don't know. It creates the carbon. That's the smoke that comes off. It's yeah, a, I know. Uh, you want me to just tell you? Yeah. Because I'm wicked smart. Yeah. It's plasma. Uh, okay. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Anywho, um, are we done with this? Are we all set? Yes, I am done. I am so done with this article. Yeah. Um, I was done with this article last Thursday, but I will say I appreciate so many of our listeners. It was like four people immediately sent it to us, and then I would say between Thursday and Sunday, mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many people sent it, either to Rick or me or one of our social medias. We got it a number of times, and we appreciate everybody being like, you guys are on this, right? Yeah, and then people that are that need an outlet for their stress apparently are taking it out here. I can't handle it. I don't care. Um, but, hey, you scuttlebuds, thanks for sending me clips and screenshots yeah. of it anyway. What's the worst Christmas ornament on your tree? Oh, I thought you were, uh, I, I thought you were going to say, what's the worst thing to decorate? Christmas trees with. I was gonna say tinsel, but yeah, tinsel. Tinsel. That's not what you're terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have like a worst ornament. I do have a John Adams doing a, a doing like a. Of course, I don't even do. know what that's called. He's doing like he's popping his hip. Is mm-hmm. what I would say. It's like the pop it lock it. Yep. He's he's got his hip popped out and his hand on his hip and he's uh, sassy. Is I got the only my hand up can... on my hip. When you dip, I dip. Yeah. We dip. We dip. Yep. Who's that? The Quad City DJs? I don't know. I'm not cool enough to um, to remember. Oh, they did the train. Yeah. I don't remember Come who on, the ride the train. Uh, but anyway, I, the only way I could describe this is sassy. <laughs> also, his torso is too long. His hip is like a half an inch lower than it should be. We'll post a picture of, of this John Adams ornament at some point, but... I love it. It's like one of those old like stuffed animals you got when you were a kid in the yeah. eight, in the eighties, like in your Happy Meal. It was like grimace. It was just two purple grimace shaped pieces of cloth with like a cotton ball stuffed in the middle and stitched together. Right? Yeah. Is that kind of a? Yeah, it's that type of ornament. Mm-hmm. It's like two flat pieces, yeah. stuffed. Yeah, uh, and it you know it looks like a bad caricature of a person. Holy shit. The worst, scariest, ugliest thing. Have you ever heard of the Annalee dolls? An- uh, no, I'm sorry, the what? Annalee dolls. Oh, yeah, I hate those things. What with the, the rosy cheeks, right? Oh, no, I they, hate them. They're creepy. You, do you know that they come alive at night and then, like, you I know, believe it. sodomize they, your dog? And they and, eat your soul? Mm-hmm. I believe it. Fucked up. I hate those. I do not. So these things are made, handmade up in New Hampshire, and there's a bunch of, Are like, they really? Yep. Oh, God, I thought they were, like, someplace terrible that we could, that we could chastise the business. Yeah, but they're. It's you up mean in, they're handmade in they're, America? They're up in the Lakes region in New Hampshire, and it's a bunch of, I don't know, old ladies that just paint horrifying faces on cloth dolls. And um, they all seem to come from the 18th century. Like, why are, why are they wearing bonnets and big frilly dresses all the time? I don't know. Like, there's nothing appealing about these. I, I don't care for those things. Well, anyway, my worst ornament is um, my son's ninja pickle. 
It's just a piece of foam, sort of shaped like a pickle, and then he just put a ninja on it. And he calls it the ninja pickle, and he loves it and has to go front and center on the tree. You say he put a ninja on it. That is putting it very generously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got that on our uh, social media if you'd like to check it out. Um, Mike, you're going to put yours on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll post mine I, on was Instagram. Was it John Adams you said, right? Yeah. Uh, so I do dog ornaments as like, you know, uh, commissions and stuff. People will have me do a portrait of their dog. But I think by this time next year, I want to do a very detailed portrait of Dog the Bounty Hunter, and I want to put that on my tree. I would like to uh, put an order in for a commissioned ornament for next Christmas. Okay. Okay, I've been thinking about it for about a week now. Oh, boy. Could you get me, like, an eight-year-old girl dressed up like a T-Rex? <laughs> <laughs> you creep. It is that time of year, Rick. I have started receiving holiday cards from my friends. Yeah. I love getting them, but I will say some of you guys, and I'm not calling anybody out here because I like getting them, but I will say a lot of you are just checking off a box. Oh, yes. Which is why Allie and I don't do Christmas cards mm-hmm. because we don't want to just check off a box. Yep. can't tell you how many people I have received holiday cards from and have gone, yep. Yes. Where it's... <laughs> We got our family photo. Oh, gosh. Here we are on the Cape. Yep. Here we are in a woodsy and or field location. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my child sitting on a stump, and it's it's the golden hour and all of the pictures. You have 800 of them printed up, and then you send them to everybody. Well, yeah, that's what happens is you got to buy them in bulk. And then you're just like start walking around aisles at the grocery store handing these freaking things out. There's something lost. We used to do them just like everyone else, right? And then I was thinking, our card looks just like everybody else's card. We're checking a box. I'm not even handwriting anything. Right. The the envelope is printed. The return address label is printed. The card is printed. We don't sign it. It just It's just licking stamps and Folding envelopes and putting it out there, right? Do you still lick your stamps, by the mm, way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm I old don't know school, if you bro. need to do that anymore. Well, I do it anyway. Okay. Yeah. You do you, bro. All right. Okay. Do they still stick after you lick them? Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at any rate, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to start making funny cards. And I started doing that for a couple of years. I don't, we don't need to get into that. You don't want to beat a joke to death, so we're moving on to other things. When my wife was like, I don't want to do these cards anymore. We're done. I'm like, fine, we're done. Now she's gone back to handwriting thoughtful notes to people in blank Christmas cards. And maybe 20 people get them. You know, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. friends that were in our wedding, that kind of thing. The, the inner circle. Yeah. But the smile and wave neighbor down the street, you're off the list. I'm sorry. Not, not to offend. I just, I'm saving the environment. We were talking about the carbon footprint of Amazon. Yeah. These stupid cards going around. Who Who's benefiting? Only the card-making business I, and the post office. I applaud that decision to cut back. Thank you. First off. And second, I will also say the post office now has 80 bajillion cards to mail out. But let's not forget that everybody's also ordering a ton of packages. And everybody's also complaining that the postal service is now way too slow. Here's a crazy idea. Stop jamming it up and clogging up the the system like Rick at the CVS (laughs) self-checkout. That's right. Stop clogging up the postal service with your newsletter that nobody cares about. Totally. One of our advertisers and a friend of mine, Mario Apollody of Mario's Lawn Care, used to service the lawn of Pete Carroll. He was our head coach. Uh, I was talking to him, and I'm like, hey, do you still get a Christmas card 
from Pete Carroll because Mario would always express excitement. It was a feather in the cap to still, after he moved to Seattle, to still get a card from Pete Carroll. Well, I asked Mario today, did you get a card yet? And he says, no, buddy. No. <laughs> I can hear him. Yeah. I can hear He was so disappointed. He's like, no, buddy. They, he stopped giving it to me two years ago. Anyway, that's Mario's lawn care. <laughs> you, you know, cheer him up and send him a Christmas card. You know, <laughs> the one where you, you you took the picture to look like the cover of a J. Crew catalog. If everybody's wearing white or everybody's wearing the same plaid or everybody's wearing blue jeans and a white shirt. And like, barefoot. Got to go barefoot because that is so Barefoot if you're cool. on the Cape or mm-hmm. Martha's Vineyard or Nantucket or wherever. Yeah, not yeah. at Hampton Beach. You'll get a needle in your heel. Sure. <laughs> That didn't go anywhere, huh? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How about we uh, wrap up the show, Michael? All righty. Let's see. Today we learned that the free publication that shows up on Thursdays in your mailbox, uh, it's not always worth reading. Also, we talked about Rick and Leslie's decision to fully move on from Amazon. Yes, you should too, folks. Jeff Bezos is out of their life for good. Mm Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about holiday cards, and we learned that fire is actually plasma. Thanks, Carl Sagan. Never would have known that without you. And we learned that Rick still licks his stamps, even though that is now an unnecessary step. He's old school. He likes to he likes to go through the motions, and he still does it. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to uh, subscribe, follow, share, do all of those things. Facebook. Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and we'll be back on Monday. We have Holly Rand coming in as a guest. Are you sitting down? She thinks that figure skating is a sport. Oh, boy. We're going to do a deep dive on that theory next week on Monday because it's Christmas week and we want to give a gift early to our scuttlebutts. I can't wait to hear this explanation. All right, tune in next week. We'll catch you then. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.